episode of the guy pot is brought to you by the shops at Coldwater and citadel insurance group and all-state agency citadel can take care of all of your insurance needs from auto and homeowners to boats and life insurance and everything in between call 256-826-5309 to speak to one of our trusted advisors to see if citadel can get you in a better place on your insurance citadel insurance group is open monday through friday from eight to six the shops at Coldwater, one of a handful of retail incubators in Alabama, is the home to a highly curated gift shop and boutique located in beautiful, historic downtown Tuscumbia, Alabama. They specialize in gifts for everyone in the family, on-trend clothing for women and kids, and have a unique mix of snacks, including glass bottle sundrop and Frios gourmet pops. Stop in at 109 East 6th Street in Tuscumbia and see what everyone's talking about. The shops at Coldwater are open Tuesday through Saturday, 10-ish to 6-ish, and Sundays and Mondays when they feel like it. And now, here are your hosts of the Guy Pod, Josh Kelly, Skip Nichols, and Adam Gooch. What's up? Guy Pod, I'm Skip Nichols. Josh Kelly. Adam Gooch. Technical difficulties, guys. What's up, What's everybody? Up? It's, it's so funny because, like, we can test things and it works perfectly at like two o'clock in the day it works perfectly at night five minutes before two minutes before everything breaks <laughs> every time without fail but guess whose fault is it not this time <laughs> look at that yeah and it's not your fault because let's see what did you buy I bought airpods and that's what you made fun of me for owning Here's the thing. I made fun of the ones that you have that hang down like there's something about Mary. I got the little one. Yeah, you, what, you got the little one. Yeah, okay. What sucks, is, what sucks is is I can't, um, I can't keep these in my ear. They keep falling out. So I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do with that. Well, you know what would stay in your ear? The ones like I have. Well, well anyways, this, that's, that's what we're dealing with. At least you can hear me. We can, and, and, I'm, and I'm not fragging out the whole system. Yes. So we're we're super excited about that. Yeah. Well, fun times, fun times. You know, I am over the quarantine. I think yep. I've said that every episode so far. <laughs> um, in case you didn't hear it, I'm for sure, for sure over it, and uh, I'm ready to get back to some resemblance of normal. Amen, right. brother. Which, um, hey, we're, is, we're rolling it back out. Phase one's getting ready to launch. I'm ready. And I'm super excited about that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's Phase one, sure. actually, I read through the document today. It was like 119 pages. Of course you read it. I, um, I got I got the Cliff Note version. I just read a yeah. Facebook post about it. <laughs> so it's got to be right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually, um, I just have big hair. My my head is normal size. I just have a large, large hair hunt. Uh, 
But for those of you that can't see this, you listen to it, it said Hunt Roberts said they're the same size. Josh's head's just extra large. Um, so, hey, for everybody that's watching us that might not be on the mainstream, um, if you want to jump over to the mainstream on the Guy Pod page rather than watch it in the watch party, you can actually participate in the episode with us. Um, you can jump in the comments and um, and we'll actually be able to interact with you if you make comments over in the watch party, then we can't see what's going on. So jump over to the mainstream if you want to be a part of the uh, the action tonight. And when you jump over there, make sure uh, that you give StreamYard permission to post on your behalf. That way we can see who you are in the stream. That's right. That's right. You know, I've got a funny story. I've got a funny dad story um, that happened a couple of days ago. So my youngest daughter, those of you who don't know, I've got three daughters. They're four, eight, and 12. I have to look up because that helps me think. It's kind of like turning the radio down when you're looking for something in the car. It helps you see yeah. better. Um, and uh, so uh, I'm going to quit saying here's the thing because Brock Trotter <laughs> has. Uh, <laughs> so there are certain words in my vocabulary. And I say, here's the thing. I say that a lot. That's one of my words. And also, I say also too, which I realize also too is. No. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I say it. So that's my words. It's redundant. You know what? I'm not going to quit saying it. So here's the thing. Um, my four-year-old, you know, as a parent, as a dad, you know, we we have to say things to other human beings that we shouldn't have to say that's at true. all. You know, like, don't put chili in your armpit, Sadie. That's an actual statement I've said to my daughter. And uh, um, she's sitting at the table one day just putting chili in her armpit and don't well, know why. Why not? She didn't know why. I had to tell her, don't do that. So um, so we have rules. You know, we have rules to keep them from hurting themselves, keep them from hurting somebody else, to not break things. There's all kinds of things why we have rules. Well, one of my rules is, hey, you can't take your tablet in the bathtub. I know that's, <laughs> you know, extreme. But um, so, hey, Sophia, she's got a... RCA Voyager tablet because the iPod, iPads got destroyed real quick and they're $500 and the Voyager tablet's thirty six ninety eight shipped. And so um, got it in December, it's Christmas. And of course she comes out the other night, dad, I've kind of, uh, something's happened. I'm like, What's, what, what'd you do? Just tell me. And she didn't want to tell me what happened. And so this whole time the tablet's in the bathtub. So, of course, I have a dad moment, and I kind of lose my mind for a second. I was like, that's why we've got rules. You know, and I'm, you know, doing this, and Tasha's telling me to calm down. It's a $30 tablet. But I was like, it's not the point. It's, you know, and so um, so I take it apart, and I've got it. I unhook the battery real fast, and I do all this stuff. And, uh, um, and so, anyways... I lay it out. I put it on some rice to help suck the water out of it, which never works. I'm not really sure if that's a thing, but that's what people do. So I did it, and we had some. And we're not going to eat it. I mean, I don't know why we had rice. And so um, no, nobody really eats rice anyways. Um, so I did that. Of course, it didn't work. So then I had, you know, we had a moment where she was kind of like, hey, Dad, what about me a new tablet? And I'm like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, you're not getting a new tablet. And she was like, I don't understand. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm not buying you one. Like your birthday's in the end of June. You could ask me for one. I might buy you another one then. And I said, but here's an alternative. 
go get your piggy bank. She's like, all right. So we counted out her change, her pennies, and her dollars and everything. She had like $31 in there. I said, here's the thing. You could give me all your money, and I'll order you a tablet. She was like, okay, that works. So I found the exact same tablet at Walmart. It was $38 and some change ship. And I said, here's the deal. I'm keeping all of this, and you owe me $7. She was like, okay, that works. And so I ordered the tablet. It'll be here Thursday. She got a purple one this time instead of pink. But so when she was ready to leave my room, she she walked over and started picking up that money. I said, no, 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 wait a second. So that's my money. She said, no, this came from my piggy bank. I said, no, that's my money now. So we had this big, you know, moment where I had to explain to her, I'm taking all of your money because I used my debit card to buy you a new tablet. That was a trade. And she didn't like it. Then she started crying again. And yeah. so that was um, that was my dad moment for the uh, for the week. <laughs> it sounded kind of like that, yeah. which made me almost want to cry. And then I was like, I had to stick to my guns. We, uh, then, Liam has been, I had a similar story, except we had to um, have a dad moment about gambling. So that's awesome. Liam, Liam is, uh, he's quite the little athlete to be six. So we've, we've had some pretty fierce horse uh, battles between me and Liam. He's got the little miniature NBA goal on his wall in his bedroom. Always hustling, baby. And, um, so we'll have like the little miniature um, basketball. We're sitting there going to town, playing horse, playing dog, pig, whatever. Well, he started getting to the point where he keep wanted to bet me stuff. And I told him, I was like, here's the deal, man. Like, or here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gooches, <laughs> if we make a bet, you pay up. That's just how it works. If, if you say you're going to do this, you're going to pay me the money. Okay, okay, we'll do it. I was like, all right, what do you want to bet? I'll bet you a dollar that I beat you this game. That went on until he owed me five bucks. <laughs> well, then I had to explain to him what double or nothing meant. I said, okay, I'll tell you what. We'll go double or nothing. If you beat me, or no, is if you hit this shot. Whoever hits this shot first, double or nothing, it's I either get double your money or you don't have to give me anything, right? He's all in. Like, he's a gambler, baby. He's pushing it. Well, um, he almost beat me because um, he's pretty good. And it was some dumb shot, bouncing the ball off the carpet, off the wall, into the goal kind of thing. And um, But I ended up beating him. So then as I'm going to walk out, I grab the money out of his piggy bank, and I'm walking out, and he freaks out. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you, you bet me. Then he starts going into, well, I didn't explain good enough what double or nothing meant that that he didn't really understand. And um, so Brittany got on to me and I gave him his money back. But he knows now you yeah. don't gamble unless you're ready to lose it. Yeah. I'm I'm like if we're out of a like a store or something and when the kids like, oh, I want this, and I'm like, you're not getting anything. It's like, I'll pay for it, but I don't have my money with me. Like I'm I'm the classic, I'll forget about it. But like yeah. Tasha, when we get home, she's like, "Go to go get your piggy bank." Like she's yeah, like counts out the change, the exact thing. So she, that's, she's the debt collector. She's the heavy. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so funny how it's so different in like differences in family. So like my family, like we're out somewhere and 
you know, we'll fight each other over who gets to pay, right? Like, no, I'm paying, you know, or like if we're going somewhere and you're riding with me and you try to give me gas money, but like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I got this. I'm buying dinner or whatever. And like her and her family, like they'll count it out and get a calculator out and, okay, yours was 862, yours is 862, yours was, and it, it's, it's you know, it's neat how, you know, it's not right or wrong, it's just everybody's different, right? Everybody's family's different, every oh, yeah. every person is different, but um, it, it's kind of funny, like, they'll, her, her and her family will sell each other stuff, like if, somebody, here you had it, you know, they're like, well, it's $20, you know, and that, and it's just <laughs> the way, it's just the way they do, you know, um, but it's, uh, um, it's funny. So Tasha, yes, Tasha's a debt collector. But I agree. Like, I, I think that teaches your kids the value of money. Like, oh, yeah. If you say you're going to spend your money on it, absolutely. You're going to spend your money on it. Like, that's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Carson, so we got a text today. Our, my boys were at their grandparents last night, and we get this random text today that I don't know why. And maybe it's just like a, maybe it's a preteen thing. But Carson has gotten obsessed with um, Hot Topic t-shirts. And so he will get on Hot Topic and like go through all their shirts, which it's all like the goofy graphic tees from whatever movie or TV show. And he had this one he wanted. He's like, can I buy it? I'll use my money. I'm like, well, how much is it? And he's like, it's it's only like $28. Like, no, you're not buying some stupid t-shirt. I'll spend my money though. So then we have to have the conversation of how valuable money is and what we don't spend it on. So, I mean, I, I mean, I've spent $28 on a t-shirt before. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might have ordered a Tiger King t-shirt yesterday that was 32 bucks. I'm kind of Just that if you like my skinny jeans. <laughs> So I, I feel kind of left out because you guys are teaching all these basic lessons at home during quarantine and, and, and my kids like grown and living on their own three and a half, four hours away. And, uh, but about the only thing that, that has, has really happened between she and I, that she, of course, stuck in the house down there. They've even got a curfew in Montgomery. They can't be out after a certain time for anything. And, uh, so she'll, she'll text me say, um, cause we, we share an Amazon prime account on her um on her fire stick down there at her place and she's like can i rent this movie <laughs> and i'm like yes and so five or six days roll by and she's rented these movies and all of a sudden i get this venmo payment and i'm like abby you did not have to send 15 dollars for these movies that you're watching <laughs> i mean you really did not have to do that her response was but i am a responsible adult <laughs> well see you taught the lessons we're teaching early yeah. on so now yeah. your kid Venmo's you money. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're feeling the fruits of that. Yeah. yeah, apparently, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I feel her pain. I've been, we've been rocking some movies out in quarantine, and it's been. Yeah. I haven't gotten to the point that I'm paying for them yet because we all know I'm the cheap one. But oh, yeah. I have, um, I have found that's the an understatement for the record. <laughs> yeah. He squeaks when he walks. Yeah, uh, but I have, I've found the bottom of Netflix. Found oh yeah. It. Um, have been wearing Hulu out. I've got Prime. I've got Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Uh, can I, can I say? Can I say that Disney Plus peaked with Mandalorian? Uh yes, and yeah. I agree. Can I, say, can I say that out loud? Yeah. Yep. Season two so, coming. 
There's really, no, I mean, my kids watch it. My my middle my middle one and my youngest one wear it out. But I've kind of not really found anything that was very interesting outside of that. Yeah. Um, I like being I mean, able to look back at some of the old movies. I mean, some of the classics are cool and things like that. Yeah. I watched a good movie. It, um, well, I don't know if it was a good movie. I watched a movie, um, Code 8, on Netflix. It was like a serious X-Men movie. Right. They have powers, but it was a little different. It's got the guy from uh, Fast and Furious, Han, in it. Yep. Um, it was pretty good. I tell you a movie that I'm not ashamed to say that I love that I paid 19.95 to rent was Trolls World Tour. Yep. Oh, that's a movie you can rent now, huh? It was good. We uh, um, we watched it three times because it's a two day rental. Yeah, and the, it was a uh, great music. It was funny. Uh, I mean, I liked it. Yeah, what's a Timberlake so, flick? Timberlake. So, yeah. Another thing about Netflix, I don't know if y'all really. You you say you found the bottom of it. You go down on the on the main screen. Go down to about that seventh or eighth row where it's like odd picks for you or whatever and the and you scroll all the way to the right yep and it's some 1937 horror flick that's in black and white yeah and, and like, where do they find all this stuff well you know now i noticed just this week as i was going through netflix because i think they i don't know if it's because they haven't had new content i went to three different tv series in a row that looked good but that what they're doing now is they're taking these foreign like TV shows or movies or whatever, and they're just overdubbing them with English. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're like I'm, releasing them. But now the lips and stuff are off, and I can't watch it. See, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that I at all. I watch. I started Money Heist, and it's solid. It's set it's in Spain. Way? It's set in Spain. Okay. It's solid. But it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good. But I don't yeah. – I, I have, with having young kids, I cannot watch a show without the captions on anyways. Yeah, and so I I read I don't know it's just the way my brain works now so I don't really look at their mouth. Yeah, so the Valhalla I, or Valhalla murders was one I tried to start, but it's like a Swedish like TV series that they just have like actors speaking over what they're saying, and I had to stop yeah. watching. I can't do that. I, I don't mind those. I don't mind those at all. I watched this Turkish superhero movie guy on this one series. It was so bad that it was good, and I couldn't quit watching it. You know, my what I like doing on Netflix is is I'll go to TV shows that like I watched live, like different shows and or movies, and I'll click on it, and then it's got the ones like it down at the bottom. Oh, yeah. yep. That's yeah. how I end up finding a lot of stuff. You know, yep. I've I have recycled a bunch of movies that so I'm one. Of, we've talked about this before. We've talked about you know our favorite movies and and all of that, and I'll watch a movie. 58 bazillion times once tasha watches it once she's she's dead to it. it's dead to her you know um but you know i think something fun to talk about would be movie scenes we've talked about favorite movies i think we've even done different genre movies what if we broke down favorite movie scenes in different genres i could i could probably do i, I could go that all right i mean because that's something we've never talked about it, it's, I guess, I think it's something we can all agree on in some form or fashion. I, I'm not saying we rank them in order, 
I'm not saying we don't rank them in order, but I think that we should. I don't know. I'm sure we'll turn this into some kind of competition somehow or another. But Speaking of competitions, guess who no, won? I think Gooch won. Won what? The band name. Oh, did he? Yeah. That's stupid. Sorry, baby. I still said more merchandise, but but the Red Wings of Temple Nirvana took the championship. I will Whatever. Nobody that, cares. I will concede that that okay. the most, most dead people won. All right. Yeah. All right. Gooch won. What if we do this? What if we talk about comedy scenes? Okay. Talk about scenes, not lines. Now the line can be part of the scene, right? But we're talking about scenes. Uh, do comedy. Uh, fight, action, and then like, just for the ladies, let's go chick flick emotional scenes. No mm-hmm. scary stuff. Um, let's just go comedy, fight, action, and then chick flick emotional. How about that? Okay. Sounds good. Hey, you guys get your list together, and we're going to take a quick commercial break. How's that sound? Okay. Let's go. Let's face it, sometimes local is just better. Locally grown, locally sourced, shop local, eat local. But what about local expertise? At Allstate, Josh Kelly is just that, a local. So contact Tuscumbia Allstate agent Josh Kelly today so he can help you with protection that's right for you and the things you love most. His team can be reached at 256-826-5309. Allstate, are you in good hands? Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Also, too. Also, too. We're back. Also, too. I love that um, all the Easter candy is fifty percent off right now, and I will fight you if you don't if you don't think the red and blue night crawlers are the best out of all the colors. They are good. I agree with that. So, so <clears throat> let's start with comedy, right? Okay. And I'll go first. I'll be Mario. Um, oh, we've got some comments here. Um, Joe Sutter and Nico Montoya, you killed my father prepared to die. That's a great scene. Are you, now, which now which scene is it, though? He says it a lot. Because he says it a lot. And I don't know if I'll consider that a comedy yet um, at that point. Maybe that falls under action. I think it's a comedy. I, I would say it's, I'm talking about the scene. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm talking about the scene. Now, because at the end, when he finally gets to say it, to like him. I was like, yeah, like that yeah. was that was a serious thing. Like that was pretty fun. But I'm gonna start with forty year old virgin, the scene where he's laid back on the table and she's waxing his chest, and he hollers out Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna tell you, like, there's, I feel like I have. I have a lot of humor in my life. Um, it is a constant riff back and forth all day, me and Skip in the office together, all my friends, everybody I hang up, we always laugh and joke with each other. Um, so when I see something funny, I'm at the point where it takes a lot to, I don't mean this, this to sound, you know, whatever, but it takes a lot to get me to really hee-haw laugh. Mm-hmm. That scene, when she rips that off and he hollers Kelly Clarkson, it's yes. probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And you know that that whole thing was was in, that whole scene was improvised. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, just, you know, the the comedic brilliance of that guy in that moment. Oh, yeah. To, for Steve to holler out, Kelly Clarkson! I mean, it's just, <laughs> I'll never forget that. That is awesome. That is awesome. Also, it's, I, it, it's arguably what really made her famous. Well, maybe. It's what they say. It's what they say. Maybe. Who's they? They, it's what they say. It's the people. Yeah, the yeah. people. The people. Yeah. I have spoken. <laughs> I right, think, what, what else? Comedy scenes. So I don't know why we're... When I think one of the funniest scenes that just stands out in my mind, and it's one of the movies that I can watch over and over and over, and it's funny to me every time, from The Hangover, the scene where... Um, Alan, who's played by Zach Galifianakis, who's hilarious, is in the casino. Saying that correctly, by the way. Oh yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. And they're talking, or they're getting ready for the casino. And he's talking about counting cards, and um, Phil's basically telling him that's illegal. You can't do that. And he tells him he's like, it's not illegal. It's just frowned upon, like masturbating in an airplane. And, <laughs> and Phil tells him he's like, well, I think that's illegal too. And he's like, yeah, maybe after 9-11. Thanks, Bin Laden. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh out loud remembering it. Uh, yeah. That's thanks, a thanks Bin Laden. That, that yeah. is great. I, I mean, there's mo- like movies like The Hangover are just constant, constant. You know, even like Step Brothers. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't name one scene in Step Brothers that is my favorite. I can name yeah. lots of scenes in Step Brothers that I love, but like I can't like I feel like that way about the Hangover Hangover movies. Yeah, I'm not going to describe this, but the opening scene of the last one, where he's <laughs> laid in the floor and the monkey comes over. <laughs> if you've not seen that last one, I'm not going to describe it. But like, yeah. that, I mean, with yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. What, what you got, Skip? Golly. Um, well, as we've talked about in the past, I'm a, I'm a big Monty Python fan. So I, I've, and I've not just seen the Holy Grail. I've seen all of them and every documentary and all of the Flying Circus episodes. So I really like Monty Python. But I kind of think, and this this kind of kind of doubles as a little bit as a fight scene too, but the Black Knight scene in the Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When Arthur, yeah, when King Arthur's trying to trying to cross a little bridge there, and and John Cleese as the Black Knight is like, no, no, bud. And then they get in a massive sword fight. Dude loses loses his arm, and it's like it's it's just but a scratch. It's a flesh wound. I've had worse. Yeah. I mean, th- just, just I've got that T-shirt. Just yeah. the, just the 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 quick banter, the 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 British comedy associated with that and then he gets him all the way down to he's just you know a body with no arms and legs, and he's still wanting to fight that's my favorite yeah. line in that whole scene is once they've cut his arms off and his legs off and he's just like a torso sitting there as king arthur and patsy are like walking past him he yells at him he's like come back here i'll bite your legs off yes <laughs> hey put thad bouton's uh comment up on the screen because i think this needs uh this Deems highlighting the toilet scene from Dumb and Dumber, where he's, he's oh yeah. Uh, man, yeah, <laughs> and, and the up leading up to it, where he's like, 
pouring the stuff in the bottle, and he's like, <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like pouring the X lax in there. Uh, that that that's a classic. That's a good one. Austin, uh, also, I just got called out by Dustin Box for choosing Monty Python over Kevin Smith because, as you all know, I'm a I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. But I also wanted to keep the podcast uh, rated for everyone. And yeah. uh, if if I had told my favorite scene about uh, a Kevin Smith movie. Um, it would, we would not have kept our, our family <laughs> writing. So, so yes, Dustin, probably my best, my, my favorite comedy scene of all is, are several of Kevin Smith's, but, uh, not quite suitable for the guy pod, but absolutely. Hey, and, and real, go ahead. real quick reminder. If you're on one of our, uh, watch parties, um, if you want to comment where everybody can see it, uh, that's on right now, jump over to the main feed of the guy pod so we can, uh, See your post, and if it's good, we'll put pop it up on the screen. My favorite, you're talking about Dumb and Dumber. One of the best scenes in that whole movie is the very last scene. Once they're like they're leaving Colorado, they're feeling dejected, they're walking home, and they're all down on their luck. And the big bus, the tour bus of like Hawaiian Tropic models pulls up yeah. and is like asking for two oil boys, <laughs> and he sends them like to go like to the next town. And uh that's what he tells me. He's like, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> those, are, those are great movies. Yeah. What, one of my favorite lines from, the, from that movie is, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my you know, God. Uh, I tell you a movie that as a, and this is probably bad that my mom let me watch this when I was younger. Um if she wouldn't, if she knew what was in the movie, she wouldn't have. But Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah. Um, there's so many funny things about Happy Gilmore, but the scene where he's putting and he gets down on the ground, he's like, "Go to your home, ball. Go to your home." He's like, "That's a good one." The Bob Barker scene. Yeah, the fight scene. Uh, the, the price is wrong. Oh, oh yeah. man, that's so awesome. Um, I, I tell you, um, another great one. Oh, the Frankie Beans. That's right. That's that's a good one, Chad or Natalie, whoever. We don't know. You have a joint Facebook account. We're not sure who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, <laughs> so somebody made a comment about my earbuds are bothering me. It's not that they're bothering me. What happens is is I put them in and they just slowly start to come out. I don't know. I've never wore earbuds before. I'm new to this game, and so far I don't like them. It, it so, still sounds a thousand times better than the 20 minute session we had with your beats last week. <laughs> you know, I feel bad about my beats. Sadie asked me if she could have them now. I'm like, you can borrow them, but you can't have them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I might, I might, I might I need may, them later. I may need those later. I may need yeah. my, I may, I may need the, the Beatles white album on eight track. <laughs> what, the, uh, what? Go ahead. I've got, I've got so many here. Like I can uh, just keep going. You have to cut I me can't off. Remember. I'm, it might. I think it's. I don't know which meet the Fockers it is, but they said something about Mary, and it's making me think of it. Which one is the one where um, he's talking about like you can pretty much milk anything with nipples? That's and, a, oh the cats. Were you talking about milking cat. the cats? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the funny, the funny part is De Niro. De Niro, yeah, yeah. I've got nipples, Greg. You want to milk me? <laughs> yeah, that's so great. <laughs> So I've got um, a friend of mine. Um, uh, well, actually, you know him. He goes to church with us, Otis Clark. Oh yeah. Otis Clark is Robert De Niro from Meet the Fockers. 
Like he is him. If you're ever around him, hanging out with him, he is. That's him. That's him in real life, and it's really funny. Like he shakes your hand, he breaks your breaks your fingers, uh, and all of that. The uh, you know, I keep going back to Adam um, Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler used to be hilarious. Yes, and then he, he got weird. Now he's not funny anymore. Um, I don't know. These are horrible. Like it all went downhill after um, Punch Drunk Love. It, it all went downhill after that. I think we talked about that before, but Billy Madison, when they're doing the academic decathlon <laughs> and the guy that's doing it is like, that's the most stupid, idiotic. And he like goes on for like, I've ever heard in my, he were all dumber after yeah. listening to you. You know, so that was a good scene. <laughs> that uh, good. Whoops. Wrong one. There we go. Dad's on it tonight. Old oh, school. Yeah. Awesome movie. Old school. Oh, Old man. a good movie. We're going streaking. Skip actually came. Uh, Skip came to work dressed as um, Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. One time, we <laughs> all one year for Halloween, we all dressed up as Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell characters. I was Ron Burgundy, of course. Um, yeah. It was uh, that was a lot of fun. What about uh, taking it back to my childhood? Ace Ventura bending over, talking out of his butt. Oh yeah. I, yep. I, I still laugh at that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, they don't make comedies like they did when we were coming up. No, was, I think comedy goes through these golden ages. Like you can go back to the seventies, like SNL funny, and then you kind of had this gap, you know. Then you hit nineties funny with like the Adam Sandler's, the Chris Farley's, like that whole segment of, and then like you go through these gaps in comedy. I think. Oh yeah. My generation, way back when, since I'm the oldest of all of us, when things were black and white, uh, when things were in black and white, you know, in the in the mid to late '70s, they started uh, everything. All the b- big box office hits in the early '70s were these big, towering inferno, these tragedies, and all all this kind of stuff. And then movies like Caddyshack and Stripes and Animal House and Porky's and stuff like that starts coming on the scene. It completely changed. Yeah. The, the comedy movie genre. I mean, even yeah. early 70s, big comedy movie. I mean, MASH was a comedy movie, but it's still about war and dying. Right. So, so it kind of changed um, changed the clip just a little bit back in back in my day. And, <laughs> um, and, and also, um, the, 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 the gratuitous nudity jumped in there. Yeah. That, that, that's a thing. That was you a know, thing. Th- thinking was, back, somebody posted uh, any Chris Farley movie scene ever. ever uh, Josh... Mitchell um, post. I mean, that's true. You think about him. How how sad is that? Of, I mean, he he wasn't even in his prime. Yeah. No. What no, a no. waste, man. Not to be a Debbie Downer here, but what a waste of talent. Because like no. he he would. I mean, I feel like that guy would still be crushing it. Yeah. You know, still crushing it. You know, Blazing Saddles. Oh, God, what a great movie. Oh man, you you, can, you cannot. Joe's got hit it on the head. There, you you could not make an Animal House or a Blazing Saddles movie in <laughs> today's. You can't time. be polit- you, you can't be politically correct. It, it no. would not happen. No, it, it just it's not a thing. It just wouldn't work. Dustin to, um, Farley's best work, Matt Foley, though. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing: we can't talk about it because it's not a movie. That's right. That's true. Against the rules. Mm-mm-mm. I'm gonna put in some larger earplug ear ear. What do you call these? Uh, 
I don't know. Deer holes. Deer covered in right here. Hang on. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so it came out in my, oh, God. It's stuck in my ear. Okay. One time I had to get tweezers because my oldest daughter got Reese's pieces stuck up her nose. And then she oh. got some stuck in her ear hole and stuff like that. I don't think you're a uh, a father until you have uh, gotten the old tweezers to get something out of your out of your kids' orifices. So you just said something that made me think of another like iconic comedy movie moment, and it's American Pie. This one time at band camp. Absolutely, this one yeah. time at band camp. That was, yeah. yeah. That there's a few iconic moments from that that. And it was so over the line when it came out. Oh, and yeah. then when you go back and watch it now, obviously it's still risque, but it pales in comparison to some of the things you see now. It's definitely kind of tame now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like Art yep. Simpson humor used to be that parents wouldn't let oh. you watch him. Eat you know? Yeah. And then that's how it goes. But. Yeah. And I think The Simpsons is the longest running primetime show on TV right now. I think it is. You're right. Like 20, what, 24 years, something like that. No, 30 something years. It came out when I was in, it, no, it came out when I was in kindergarten. 1980. Yeah. I was born in 83. So it came out in 88 ish. 88. Right in there. Yeah. So that's 30 um, years. Yeah. I'm 37. So am I 37? Yeah, I'm 37. Chad and Natalie is just like warm apple pie. That's yeah. it. Uh, what about the Ted movies? Now, this we can't talk about them. We can't because they're horrible, <laughs> and the kids don't watch it. Don't let your kids. But Ted too. Oh, like it just caught me off guard. The whole thing caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for it. I cried. I laughed so hard. One of and, the few times the sequel was much better than the first one too. Oh my gosh, man! Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go out with a classic scene on comedy because we got to keep it to an hour. Um, super bad when he walks up and shows them his McLovin. Uh, his McLovin. ID. <laughs> he says, "What are you a an, a, an Irish? What did he call him? An Irish gangster or a, or a, a Irish pimp? I can't remember what he said, but like yeah. he's like, yeah, McLovin. You know, so, and so that that scene is probably one of my favorite scenes of all time. Period. Love Much it. less a com comedy scene. Love it. So, so next category, Alex. Okay. Fight well, scenes. Fight scenes. I got a bunch on this. This is my favorite type of movie. Uh, as we, as you know, my favorite type of movie is fighting and action yeah. and all of that. Like, I'm gonna quit talking for a minute just because I feel like I talk over talk anyways. Because like I could not, I maybe not stop on this. So that means you're loading the cannons. Okay, Gooch, fight scene. I'm going to – we talk about how you don't, they don't make movies like they used to, but action movies, I'm going to put John Wick with any action movie of all time. Mm -hmm. And so if we're talking action scenes, the scene where he's fighting through the club. Um, which, which one? The pencil? In, no. We've got the pencil? No, where he's got the gun. Where he's having to walk his way through. Baba Yaga? Yeah, like 
Did I say that right? So different, different fight scene, right? So like it's all shooting. It's but um, John Wick is a bad man. Yes, like, that is. I, I love like that whole movie. I think we consider a fight scene. Yes, that's true. an action scene. Yeah, it's good. If you hadn't it's seen good. John Wick, shame on you. Definitely, I'm that's a, one of those movies I can watch whenever. Yeah, yeah. If it's on, I'm watching it. Okay, so fight scenes where we are, right? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there. My my guy pod compadres are gonna laugh at me. Uh, but it is what it is. The first time. I love the final fight scene from the original Karate Kid. Ah, okay. The, the crane kick. Okay. The crane kick scene and Miyagi over there shaking his head and and all yeah. that. I mean, it's just, and of course it was you know my early high school years when y'all were in second grade or whatever. <laughs> or maybe even I had the uh, I had the video game on Nintendo. I couldn't ever yeah. get past the part where the you do the swoosh with the, the big metal blade coming by. I could never get past that. It was really hard. So that, I don't know why I remember that part, but yeah. So that 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 is one of my favorite fight scenes of all time in any movie. Yeah. Ever and also it's Cobra, Cobra Kai the the series that's out following them up is excellent as well. I hadn't watched it yet. I haven't and watched. It, I've heard it's good. Season three is supposed to drop in like September, so I'm kind of oh. excited about that. All right, so it's my turn. So just 300 of this right here. Oh, how funny. So when 300 came out, so at the time, so Josh, that's Tasha's Tasha's little brother. That's my little brother-in-law. He he was actually living with us at the time. His stepmom had had an accident, and they were in the hospital. He was living with us. And uh, um, when that movie came out, he was, I don't know, fourth grade, fifth grade, something like that. He was a little squirt, couldn't drive. He was 12, 13. When that movie came out, me and him went and watched it. And then we went back and watched it the next day. I think we went to the movie theaters and watched that like six, seven times. We fought with swords out in the backyard. Like that was, but that's one of my all-time favorite movies. But the best scene is, you know, where he's like, this is where we fight. You know, and then that part where he's like, Says something about we'll have to fight in the dark. They was talking about turning off the lights or something. Our arrows are gonna like oh, I said, yeah. we'll have to fight that whole that uh, whole battle scene. Is, yeah. Well, it's three hundred versus three hundred thousand. Man, that yeah. that whole movie, man, is just yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Like that, I got I went so far. Like we took and like drank out of bowls. <laughs> like I cut myself and cauterized it with a steel piece of steel I heated up on the stove. Like it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> you, you took it a little too far, didn't you? Like I did. A, like a lot of I, things. I usually do. Yeah. Uh, roadhouse fight scene. So uh, that, which one? I don't know if that's Chad or Natalie or which fight scene. So I don't know which one you're asking. <laughs> is that a thing that we should start doing from now yeah. on? <laughs> it, my favorite is, is they can't defend. Like, well, it's mostly Chad can't defend himself. Yeah. Other than type in the comments, I'm, he doesn't I'm, have a microphone. I'm, I'm not fighting Natalie ever. Yeah, no, no. She got you. Uh, what about in Matrix, where yeah. he's doing this? Oh yeah, with the bullet. Bullet. That's a great the best, scene. The best Matrix fight scene is when Agent Smith is like replicating himself. 
and Neo yeah. has to fight all the Agent Smiths. That's the best fight that's scene. A good, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, uh, here, here's one we were not expecting. Ralph beating up the bully in a Christmas story. Hey, that was oh. a good. That was a good fight. That's that, a good that fight. That is scene. a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, that's a real good one. What about? Um, here, come on. Here's an obscure one. Desperado Antonio Banderas in the bar when he's got the guitar gun and he's like taking everybody out. That's a great movie. Yeah, Plus, he's he's very sexy while he's doing it the whole time. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> great place to end it. I'm thinking about that. Uh, has anybody seen that that Saturday Night Live skit? Where he's like, "Don't do it. It's too sexy. It's too sexy." And he like takes it. Nobody's ever seen that. Okay, don't. Let me know if you've seen that in the comments because it's a great just, thing. Just you. We'll be right back. Folks. Okay. Y'all stay with us. Let's face it. Sometimes local is just better. Locally grown, locally sourced. Shop local, eat local. But what about local expertise? At Allstate, Josh Kelly is just that, a local. So contact Tuscumbia Allstate agent Josh Kelly today so he can help you with protection that's right for you and the things you love most. His team can be reached at 256-826-5309. Allstate, are you in good hands? Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. It's that availability that's getting us right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a fact. So I've been battling. I figured out why one of these ear pods was jacking me up. So there was this little, there was this little plastic thingy in there. That wasn't supposed to be. No, it wasn't supposed to be in there. <laughs> so you thoroughly read the instructions when you bought them. Wow, I can hear so much better now. <laughs> um. So. You know, here's the thing. When you pay over $200 for a set of headphones, like, I've been, like, mildly, uh, what's the word, um, un, uh, underwhelmed. That's the word I'm looking for with these AirPods. Well, it's because, you, you know, you're afraid people are going to see you wearing them. Yeah. So let's talk about something else. What about Braveheart, where he, where that final fight scene, where he's yeah. like, they're like charging in. Yeah, that's, that's great. So but then, but are, then, are, but are hey, jumping to action movies now. Here's the thing: I don't know the difference between action and fight. I should have shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna mix them both together. Okay. Anyways, but 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 here is a here is a we'll make it so equal. it's make it equals. Make it equals. At the end of that fight scene, one of them where he's seeing what's his name right off, where he had the helmet on, and it was his buddy that's supposed to be his friend, and the look on his face. You know what I'm talking about in Braveheart? His heart's broken. Yep. I cry every time. I cry every time. What about the Bourne movies? Bourne oh, movies. One of them. They're they're constant. You know, there's this one fight scene though. It's kind of an action scene where I don't know where they are, but they're like chasing each other. They're running in between buildings and all that kind of stuff. In India. It's in India. Okay. Yeah. Man, I love that scene. 
No love that scene. So, Why is it that every fight movie, every action movie, people are on top of a train fighting? Uh, you, it's it's like in the handbook. Like you've yeah. got to have that. You got you got to have a train fight scene. There's even a train fight scene in the movie Dogma by Kevin Smith. That like is a every good. every good movie. So you know what? We're gonna do action movie. We got to do a train scene. Yeah, you're fighting on top of a train. Absolutely. I just, I'm kind of over those. So, so here's one that no one can deny about it being an awesome action scene. Okay. John McClane, Hans Gruber, Nakatomi Plaza, when, when Severus Snape falls <laughs> off the building. Yippee-ki-yay. Yippee-ki-yay. That's a cool oh, yeah. part. That is, that is a great scene. And the way they filmed that, they didn't tell um, him when he was going to be, be dropped. So that no face is real. Huh. I did not know when, that. Oh, when uh, uh, when he dropped Tom Green off the side? Tom Green. <laughs> yeah. My bum is on the plant. My bum is on the plant. Hey, put that comment up there. That's on fire tonight. Classic. There we go. I got my arm. My hairs on my arm are raised up. Yeah. But, you, know, no, you know another scene? Screen. You know another scene? <laughs> uh, another scene that is like that when I for, it's in Tombstone when they're how funny you just popped that up there when I started saying it in Tombstone when they're talking and Doc Holliday leans up and says, "I'm your Huckleberry." Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, you can't beat Tombstone. Strong. Yeah. Strong. How about both? That's one of the ones that makes me tear up though. Like that's an emotional scene. That's not. It is. Like that's one of those. It's like it gets you into like whatever this thing is. Mm. Yeah. Makes you clench your jaw a little bit. Yeah. That's a that's a great movie, man. So, so how about both the opening and closing dogfights in Top Gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent action scenes and fight yeah. scenes. I guess they're they're yeah, fight. Absolutely. Scenes. I love. When coming out? Uh. Yeah. July or uh, June 26th, if uh, no COVID. So, yeah. Wow. That's oddly specific that you know that. Um, well, that it's, date and it's, I got a reminder in my calendar because I'm, you do. of course yeah. you do. Have, yeah. have we told the story about the time when we had the apartment in Prattville when Tasha called? I don't know, but I feel like you're going to. So, so we opened up an agency in Prattville, Alabama. Uh, it was really funny how it happened because I was like, hey, Skip, we're opening up agency in Prattville. You want to move to Prattville and open it and run it? He's like, I don't know. Let me think about it. He walks out of the um, my office. And he turns back around. And he said, yeah, I think so. And I was like, cool. All right. I was like, we're going to go Monday. So, um, And this was like a Friday. And so he turned around, turns around, walks out. And he said, he turns back and he said, hey, where's Prattville? <laughs> so, like, it was really funny. And so, like, the next Monday, like, we drove down there and he ended up, we ended up renting an apartment. And, like, a week later, he lived there. And so, I, um, instead of me getting a hotel, I just stayed there. We just had that apartment for, I don't know, three or four weeks when we first got it open. And um, it was, like, my wife thinks it's so funny anytime any of me and my friends go somewhere, she's like, what are y'all doing? Y'all going party? Cause she knows like, we're like old dudes and like, like nine 30, we're asleep. And 
you know, so she calls it, hey, it's like a Friday night. She's like, hey, what are you and Skip doing? And I was like, I don't want to say. She's like, no, for real, where are you at? So I don't want to say. And then she starts getting serious. I was like, well, currently it was, we were sitting on Skip's couch, sharing a bowl of popcorn in our boxer shorts, watching some, I don't even know what movie. It doesn't matter what movie we were watching. It was one of the Bourne movies. Oh, was it? Okay. It was the new uh, Bourne. Okay, so we were sitting there watching Bourne in our boxer shorts, sharing about a bowl of popcorn on the couch. And it was like 9 o'clock at night on a Friday. Uh, it, was, it was horrible. Yeah, it was. Hey, just a, uh, just a quick note for all of you folks that are over on the watch parties. Uh, I know we're getting some comments over there. If y'all will join the main feed, um, just go to the Guy Pod page and join the main feed there and watch us. You'll be able to put your comments up, and uh, we'll be able to respond to you directly on screen. So uh, make sure you jump over there and do that. Make sure you give StreamYard access to your Facebook page so they can, uh, so we can actually see who it is we're talking to. Um, Chad Smith um, made a comment, says, hey, I need to run some commercials on this. That is definitely available. So if anybody ever wants to advertise with us, we can be bought, and we'll say pretty much anything that's been proven. So if you want to, just email us. So long as it allows us to retain our uh, family-friendly rating. Correct, 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 correct. We don't say any swear words. But we can be bought. Who says swear words? I mean, like, the, the actual term swear word, not you, actual swear words. You but, and the lady that teaches school on the little house on the prairie. Do you call them swear words or cuss words or curse words? What do you call it? I Bad words. Word, so they're cuss words to me. Cuss words? I can't even cuss words. That's cuss what we words. say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never thought about that. That's kind of like a buggy and shopping cart. For sure. Uh, we yeah. should probably do a podcast on that if we haven't already on different ways to say things. This is true. Oh, Dustin. Foul language. language. Oh. Yeah. Mm. You got to hold your pinky out when you say it that way. So, uh, Fad's on fire. And he has another one off my list. Um, Mad Max Fury Road, the one that's got the British dude in it, and he wears the mask all the time. He doesn't talk. There at the end that final scene where the guys on the front of the big tractor trailer playing the guitar that's got fire shooting out of it. And he's got like his nipples pierced with chains hanging off of it. And they're, and they're taking, they take spray paint, they like spray their face with it. And then they go fight people. Yeah. Like, I, I love that movie. Yes. Yes, Ashley, we are cheap. We can be bought. We can be rented. We can be leased. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I've got an action scene. It's not a fight scene. Yeah. So the, Ita the Italian job, the one that's got Jason Statham in it, where they're in the Mini Coopers. Yeah. Is that the Italian job? Yeah. And they're think... driving the Mini Coopers all around? Yeah. It's a great, great scene. And, you know, great scene. People started buying Mini Coopers left and right after that movie. You know, surprisingly, Mini Coopers have lots of room in them. For a, like, driving, like, you can get a Mini Cooper. I'm a big dude, and I can slide the seat all the way back and not touch the pedals. Yeah. True story. You're, you're <laughs> sitting in the back seat at that time, but yeah. Well, that's a true story. I, here's another action scene that's iconic, classic, and I, I guess it's an action scene. There's not a lot of action. It's when, um, uh, what's his name, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible? Flies down into the vault room and he like lands. Oh yeah, and he stops and it's like that's a great action scene. That is great. That is a, that's amazing. I'll tell you, you know another thing. Speaking of Tom Cruise, one that I missed on the comedy 
is when Ricky Bobby wrecks and he thinks he's on fire. And he jumps out and strips down, runs across the racetrack saying, Help me, Tom Cruise! Help me, Help me Oprah! <laughs> that, that's a good scene. That's a funny scene. That's a great uh, scene. I think why, why, why does say, Tom Cruise have to be crazy? What was the last um, like group that you said we were going to talk about? Well, After uh, the last group is going to be... Chick, chick flick, emotional type scene. Something that tears you up. Right. Yeah, like romantic um, or emotional. Because this is like a combo, action, emotional. So I don't know if this is the segue, but it's still my favorite Patrick Swayze movie of all time. But the point break scene where... Ghost. Ghost. Bodie, no, not Ghost. Him and... Uh, Bodie's, they're all sitting on the beach, right? And he's talking about the big wave and he's like doing this big speech. Where he's like, if you want the ultimate... You've got to be willing to pay the ultimate price. It's not tragic dying. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. Like you talk about like motivating, like again, one of those that like grabs you. And then the last scene in point break where Utah goes and like undoes the handcuffs and lets Bodie hop on the surfboard and like pedal out, paddle out into the big wave. Like that's classic. Yeah, and can we talk about how they ruined that movie with the remake? They did. I liked it. I liked it. Of course you did. Yeah. I liked it. Point break. You like canned cheese, too, don't you? Who doesn't? So with the little tip on it, you can squirt it in your mouth? You're not so American if you don't like that. You've been a lot right. of tips. So, so before we get over to the uh, where we're going to start crying, we need to, to work in one more commercial, okay? Get it. Okay. I got a good one after the commercial. You're not ready for it. We might be. You don't know. Let's face it. Sometimes local is just better. Locally grown, locally sourced, shop local, eat local. But what about local expertise? At Allstate, Josh Kelly is just that, a local. So contact Tuscumbia Allstate agent Josh Kelly today so he can help you with protection that's right for you and the things you love most. His team can be reached at 256-826-5309. Allstate, are you in good hands? Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. All right. I muted you, Josh, because you were crunching ice during the commercial. Just wanted to point that oh, out. Oh, I didn't know they could hear me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, at least I wasn't doing something else. Like, um, but the uh, – um, all right. So I'm going cartoon first, cartoon movies. The opening montage of Up – Oh, when yeah. when they're going through his their marriage and all that and the infertility stuff and all of that, every time, every time. I'm, I mean, I cry. I'm a, I'm a. If we're being honest, if I'm being honest, here's the thing. I'm an emotional guy. I am. I'm emotional. I'm a crier. Um, yeah. I, I am. I'm very emotional. I'll tell you another scene in a movie that gets me every time. So there's this Christmas special. Uh, Mickey Mouse, and whew, I don't know if I can get through this. Um, so Mickey and Minnie. So Minnie's got this locket, right? And there's a, she's got a rope around it. And Mickey's got this harmonica that he plays. So they're wanting to do something nice for Christmas. Mickey's working hard, and you know they don't have a lot of money. They're poor, and Minnie goes and sells her locket to buy a case for Mickey's harmonica. 
and Mickey sells his harmonica to buy her a chain for her locket. I'm tearing up. I'm not even playing. I'm tearing up. And then they get there, and they open them together, and I can't say it without crying, but they have this part where she's like, um, I, I can't remember exactly how he says it, but it's something to the effect of, um, you're all the music I'll ever need, or you're all the something I'll ever need. And at that point in time when he says that, like, it's over with for me. Like, <laughs> I'm done. Oh, my but God. But just the fact that, yeah. you know, just that, God, I got so talk about something else for a minute. So we're talk about another one. Out here because, uh, and, and this is Chad. I just want to be clear on that. He 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 prefaced that. This is Chad with the the notebook is his cry movie. And uh Ben Chester is gonna second him on that. So here's the thing. What it's just, we're talking about scenes though. Yeah. What the, the proposal scene? Because the proposal scenes That's I mean, tough. I've heard. I've heard that if that was a scene that was gonna get you, that's the one that would get you. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm going to say the saddest, and I think this is the saddest movie scene of all time, but in Green Mile at the very end where the big dude's crying and he's telling boss not to put the thing over his head because he doesn't like, mm. oh my God. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a tough one. So, right. um, I could, the final scene in A Walk to Remember where he's talking about the girl dying. That, that was a sad movie. I'm not sure that I've seen that. It's Is that like Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore. And yeah. One, one of those. Oh. Uh, like I'm not sure I've seen that. Or somebody, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. What about, here's a an emotional scene like that where um, Patrick Swayze says, nobody puts baby in a corner. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, so, so Chad has clarified it's the scene where they die together. There at the end? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he re- did he like rem- he forgot her, but then remembered her or something like that. Other oh, way, around. yeah, Other whatever. And then Gucci's Gucci's hero, brother-in-law here. Any movie where a dog dies, oh Ethan will lose it if a dog dies or gets hurt. Ethan's done. It's over. He's done. Old Yeller, uh, man. Um, my girl, my girl. When you remember that movie, Macaulay Culkin. Oh yeah, and um, oh yeah. That the little girl, yeah, and Anna Tomsky, Tomsky, yeah. She dies in that movie. That's tough. It is tough. Um, I'll tell you, here's a, here's a good one, and um, in Sweet Home Alabama, that says, "So I can kiss you anytime I want." Oh, that's a good scene. So here we actually have that over our bed in our bedroom. We have a painted sign. That's what you do in Alabama. You have wood with people paint stuff on it and it's over our bed it says so i can kiss you anytime uh, anytime i want or we want i can't remember what it said that's a good one here's a here's here's one if this one don't tear you up you just need to get off the guy pod unlock it unfollow us unfriend me the saving private ryan where at the end when he's dying he said just tell me i was a good man oh yeah mm-hmm. look at that can you see that so let, tell, let me, me, tell me I was a good man. No let, me, let me tell you the one I picked. Okay. And it's it's not not like a chick flick, but it's a very emotional scene, and I tear up and get, like, chill bumps every time. And it's in Rudy in, in that last the, scene. The where, he big, goes, where he wins? He goes in for play, 
And then coach tells him, stay in, stay in one more play. And then he makes the tackle. Oh. And then they're like carrying 45 out on their shoulders. And I mean, I, and, and, and then it pans over to, you know, to the wise old gen, uh, janitor, whoever it was that helped him, you know, keep the stadium clean and whatnot. And he just starts slow clapping. He's like, like two claps. Yeah, two, two claps. It's just, I mean, it's just, look, I, chill bumps right now. Yeah. Man. Man. How about the scene from um, Phil hey, Dugan? Dustin Box. He said Rudy was offside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but the scene from Field of Dreams at the very end, so that once everything's built, it's all done, and the yeah. players come out, and Kevin Costner walks out, and he's like, hey, Dad, want to play catch? Yep. Like, what dude hasn't had, like, that moment with his dad, you know? Absolutely. And when he's like, Man. hey, Dad, want to play catch? Like, what about oh. this one? What about this one? Forrest Gump, at the end, when he's talking to Jenny at her grave, talking about little Forrest and telling him how smart he is and all that, and then Forrest starts tearing up and crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Over with. There's a yeah. ton of there's a ton of scenes in Forrest Gump that kind of get you in the feels. For sure. Yeah. Man, that was a good one. That was a good one. Hey, what about, what's that movie? You, you know, there's a big church in Georgia that made all those movies, you know? Yeah. And what's that movie where it's a football movie and the guy's got the other guy on his back and he's like, just keep going, keep going, don't stop. And he ends up doing the whole – Facing the Giant. Yeah, Facing the Giant. Yeah, facing, that, facing that, the giant. Scene, that scene right there – I can watch that scene and run through a brick wall, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, this is a good one from uh from Chad here. Chad's on fire tonight too. Um not your fault. It's not your fault scene from Good Goodwill Hunting is so well acted. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean you, you just believe every bit of it and the the emotions and when he's when Robin Williams is talking about how his wife painted the picture. Yeah, uh, in that in that scene where he's uh he's head shrinking, old, old Matt Damon. I mean, yeah. there's there's just so many scenes in that that will 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 slap you right in the field. Jason Sherfield just put a, whoo! I forgot about this one. Like I'm, this is bringing back like I'm got on a PTSD about it or whatnot. Never in the oh. story when the horse goes in quicksand. Artax, man, yeah. Oh man, oh. That, yeah. Skip, you were married, like second marriage by this point in time when that movie came out, so you probably don't remember it. Much. Um, and, and you know, speaking of quicksand, one of the funniest scenes, including quicksand, was all, was in Blazing Saddles when Cleavon Little and his sidekick went down in the... <laughs> yeah. in the uh, <laughs> you remember, um, you remember Lightning Jack? Oh, yeah. In the, you know the scene where they're in the, in the uh, alleys just like riding a horse, you know, he's as far as I'm going with it, but there's a, that's some good ones. Um, that's some real good ones. Wow. Um, like, I feel like I don't want to talk about sad movies anymore. Yeah. Okay. And, we talk and, about something different. And yes, Dustin box Affleck was, Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. That was a good movie. I don't know. I don't know that movie. Phantoms. Oh, you, got, you got to go watch it. I don't, I don't know that one. I, I, I like Affleck movies. Affleck. I didn't like. That. I didn't particularly care for him as Batman. I liked him as Batman. 
It's uh, it's it's hard, it's hard for me to picture anybody as Batman, but Adam West and Michael Keaton. I'm, I'm sorry. Will Arnett's the best one. Will Arnett's the best. Yeah, Batman. Jason, the Phantom's like a bofo. True story. <laughs> Joe knows where we're going on that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Phantoms. What's it about? It's a, this is a running gag in the Kevin Smith universe. Oh, it's in almost all of his movies. Okay. Mom and family. You referenced Dogma earlier, and that's one that would make a lot of people mad and like get all over a lot of people. But I thought it was brilliant. Oh, it was brilliantly acted, brilliantly written. Yeah. Yeah, if you hadn't seen that, you need to watch it. I'm and not it, sure I've seen Dogma. What's it about again? It's about these two angels that are uh, that have found this loophole to get back into heaven after they've been banished forever. Hmm. Uh, but if they get back into heaven, the world as we know it ceases to exist. You remember Powder? Oh, yeah. I don't remember what it was about. I just remember it was weird. <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen Dogma. I have to watch that. You need to watch Dogma. Dogma's yeah. good. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. Very really cool. Good. All right, we got Very some cool. folks over here in the um, in the comments. Um, this this is your time to ask any questions, guys. Anything you want us to uh, anything you want us to talk about right now before we get into fake news or? So did we miss anybody's comments that were a dog's? Life? I never watched a dog's life because I don't know. I just didn't care anything about watching a movie about dogs. But my kids watched that and they were like tore up so my little brother-in-law tasha's little brothers is referencing some movies i never heard of end Mom, of watch yeah. end of watch i don't know what that is um uh yeah i don't and mall mall rats is great he just referenced it he says he also tears up in any cameo of stan lee now <laughs> mm. i can see that what other animated movies do we love? I'm going to tell you, the best Disney movie ever, okay? Going on record, the best Disney movie ever is Robin Hood with the, with the fox. That's a Robin good Hood one. the fox. That is a good movie. You muted me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is hey, a good man. And what's the guy's name that sings the um um he's from Smoking the Bandit? What's his name? Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed sings. Isn't it Jerry Reed that sings? He's the rooster. Maybe. I don't know. That's that's the greatest Disney movie of all time. I know what Adam's gonna say. Toy Story. What am I gonna say? Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah. That's Lion King's great. Lion King's great. Lion King's great. Have y'all seen the uh the TikTok um thing where you play the Lion King theme music? They get like lipstick on their hand, they walk up to somebody and like and rub it across the forehead. Those are great. That's nice. So I love Roger Miller. It was Roger Miller. Yes, thank you, Dustin. So I'm gonna throw it way back on some Disney animation here that you cannot even find anymore. Okay. Uh, because it's been deemed inappropriate. But what? when when three-year-old Skip uh, went to the movie down in Russellville, Alabama, 
Uh, I, was, I was taken in to see this movie, and I apparently hated it so badly that I stood up in the seat and screamed for everyone, change the channel. <laughs> and it, it was absolutely right. Dustin Box hit it on the, hit the nail on the head. It was Song of the South. Song of the South. Uncle Remus and Brer Rabbit and Brer Bear and all that. You can't you can't find it anymore. It's 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 been canceled. Which is funny because they're still when you go to Splash Mountain, that's the whole story. Oh yeah. But hmm. like nobody knows where that story comes from. Right. I've never seen Song of the South. And, and you probably won't be able to find it. Like you might find an old VHS floating around somewhere. I don't think it's, uh, it's not on Disney Plus that I've been able to find. Hmm. Um, but yeah. So, hmm. Song of the South. That's interesting. I, um, I'm hung up on Disney stuff right now. I'm trying to think of some more. Like, we watched, you, um, just the one the other day. It just came out, so you hadn't watched it. You need to watch it. And I don't know if it's, it's Pixar. I don't know that it's actually Disney. Same but, thing. Uh, is it Onward? Is that the name of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, we haven't watched that yet. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it, good. We're talking about that one back up here. It's got one of those that it'll um, it gets you. It'll okay. it'll make you tear up a little bit at the end. Um, so you need to, it's worth the watch for real. Okay, so, we haven't watched it yet. Must have family movie night. Onward is a good one. It's fun. All right. I'm, I'm trying like, to think of some more. Um, I'm trying to remember the ones that I used to like own and stuff when I was little. Um, and I, I just, I think I've watched Disney's, um, Robin Hood 800 times. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. It's a really good one. I, uh, um, I like it. I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, a movie that I, I, I was, I'm kind of getting nostalgic now. I'm thinking back of movies that I watched when I was little. Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off. Remember Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. I watched it great, the other day. What a great movie. Yeah, I've been watching all the old 80s movies since we've been in quarantine. Ferris Bueller, I've watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Caddyshack, Animal House, all the police academies. They start getting really bad around number five. But yeah. So much fun. Yeah, Jason Sherfield says they killed the Ferrari uh, when they when they did the jump. That was that was also a fake Ferrari. It was a uh, it was a kit car that they they made to look like a Ferrari. I'm sure Jason already knew that. We got to get Jason on here. We talked about that last time. We got to bring him on as a guest. Yeah. Car. We need to do it live from from his place and show the cool stuff. Natalie's Our favorite cool. Disney movie is Mary Poppins. I got, hmm. a, I got a Mary Poppins story too. Of course you do. Four five-year-old Skip goes to see Mary Poppins at that same theater. Oh, I've heard this one. And um, believes that an umbrella will allow you to fly. So I climbed the TV tower on one side of the house with an umbrella, climbed over to the taller side of the house, probably a 15, 20-foot jump, popped that umbrella open, and jumped. And I landed and rolled, landed and rolled. So a thousand wonders I didn't break every bone in my body. <laughs> yeah. So fun times. Young, young right. kind of dumb. <laughs> Anybody that is on one of our watch parties to comment where you can, where we can see it on the screen here, you have to go over to the uh, Guy Pod's main feed 
and uh, um, and then we can see what you've got. So, and we're going to need you to do that, or I'm going to need you to do that because I'm tying Josh Kelly up in fake news tonight, and I'm going to need some help. Yeah, we're going to so right some- now. I, we should go into fake news. So, those yeah. of you that don't know what fake news is, fake news is where Skip gives us three news stories, and we have to figure out <clears throat> which one's real. And currently. I'm beating Gooch. You cheated last week, though. No, I didn't cheat. You did. I just picked. You cheated, though. How can so. you cheat when you picked? Oh. I went back and looked at the replay. He made his choice, and, and then, then and then he changed it exactly. after you made your choice. So it doesn't matter if he goes first or not. He just he's going to do whatever he wants to do. There, there's I locked. No, I didn't lock it in. There's, oh, okay, okay. I didn't lock it in yet. All right, All right, well, you first tonight. So, fake news. All right, hit it, skip. The fake news. You are fake news. So maybe they were fake news. That is a lot of fake news. 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 And brought to you by Rivertown Films for all your creative and video needs. Visit www.rivertownfilms.net. Thanks, Wade. Thanks, Wade. Um, Wade is the man. All right, hit us. So, do we need to explain the rules for any newcomers? I kind of just did, didn't I? Yeah, I guess you did. It's kind of. All right, help us out here. So, um, we'll be looking for your. Answers in the comments. Uh, we've got a couple other people that have jumped in here, so uh, maybe um, maybe y'all will get some help. You guys ready? I'm get ready. It. Hey, re- real quick, Dustin Box said, are y'all man enough to discuss favorite musicals? First of all, I've never watched a musical. You've never watched no. Grease? So that ain't, Grease is not a musical. Grease is a musical. Okay, keep Stop. going, Skip. Fake news. Let's keep going. <laughs> I'm man enough to talk about anything on this podcast. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? I'm ready. Get it. Story number one. London's Royal Shakespeare Company to perform Much Ado About Nothing for a single attendee. This is from London, Reuters. One lucky and wealthy attendee will be chosen to attend performances by the Royal Shakespeare Company to somewhat salvage the April performance season, which had previously been canceled due to COVID-19, the company has announced 12 performances of Shakespeare's 1599 comedy, Much Ado About Nothing, for the month of April, with a slight twist. One ticket will be sold auction-style for each performance, with the starting bid at 100,000 British pounds sterling, or the equivalent of approximately 125,000 U.S., The fortunate attendee will witness the play performed in the Swan Theater, which is the smaller of the two theaters on the Royal Shakespeare Company's grounds, and dine on a seven-course meal prior to the performance. Bidding for the performance is open now on the company's website. Okay. Who in their right mind would pay $125,000? I don't know. Those British folks would do strange things, man. I don't know. Okay. I mean, here I, I look at that and I think of okay, Kevin Smith's going to do a live action thing. One ticket's going to be sold. Skip's a millionaire. 
he would 100% pay $125,000 to watch. If that's your thing, yeah, you know, you, you know that might be a – and here's the thing. If you can afford a $125,000 ticket to something like that, this, then you just why, do it. Why not? It's why like, would you not? I think it's just a baller move at that point. I mean, I think it's kind of yeah. like I would be posting selfies in there. Um, <laughs> what's, up? what's up, guys? By myself. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, so that was story number one. Story number right. two. You ready? Yeah. Hit it. Russian theater performing for one spectator at a time. Are you kidding me? You're a piece of crap. All right. <laughs> this is from Moscow. Oh, my God. Usually, it's the artist for whom a solo is the ultimate prize. Now, it is the audience. Starting this month, Russia's Perm Opera and Ballet Theater will stream its performances online and allow just one spectator in the theater to watch in person. Called the one-on-one, -on -one, the project is designed to create a new kind of interaction with the public at a time when a growing number of coronavirus cases are limiting outings and gatherings. We are ready to hold performances for one person because in the end, one spectator has the same value as a full house, said the theater's principal stage director, Marat Gatsalov. I can't say Russian names, sorry. Marat, Mar Mar I don't know. MG. Uh, okay. God, I hate you Russians, so much right now. Russians also do crazy things. So Russians and British people. Well, guess what number three is going to be? I'm going to say this one's in Italy. Italy? Or, okay. It'll either be Italy or Paris. Wrong. <laughs> story three. <clears throat> you say story three or strike three? No, story. <laughs> yeah. Number three. Story three. Taiwanese baseball teams playing for one fan at a time. I hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. This is from the AP out of Taiwan. While other nations have canceled sporting events for the foreseeable future due to the COVID-19 outbreak, the country has decided to buck the trend and hold games. Taiwan launched its baseball season with the opening game taking place between the Rakuten Monkeys and China Trust Brothers, with only one fan in the stadium. To ensure the economic health of ball clubs, tickets were sold as normal, with the additional caveat that only one fan would be chosen by lottery to attend the game, and the remaining ticket holders would be privy to a private live stream of the game. Monkey's general manager, Justin Liu, told the Associated Press that to inhibit the spread of COVID-19, the players from all Taiwanese uh, teams are being kept in dormitory-style housing, and their travels are limited to the 17 ballparks within Taiwan. In the season opener, the Monkeys took the brothers 8-7 to seven in 11 innings. See, that story, though, so I can actually see charging for streams and then you just get a random draw that you might be the person that actually gets to go see it live. I, first of all, I'd like to point out that Skip is not my favorite person right now <laughs> because – what he did was, one of these are true, obviously, and then he wrote the other two to sound like they're true. Um, so here's, here's, where, here's where my brain is. And I want to tell you something. Fake news has got – the comments are quiet right now, which is, you know, not helping. the course. Um, the fake news has actually um, gotten weird. 
you know, because now Skip's actually writing articles and he's trying to throw us off. Um, right now, I'm thinking the Taiwan baseball, I'm leaning towards that being true. So Josh Mitchell has thrown – I know yeah. Taiwan has been playing baseball with a stadium packed with mannequins. That's interesting. So I don't know. Um, Maybe it's mannequins and one dude. You just got to yell real loud. <laughs> I, I am uh nobody else is giving y'all any help no what are you thinking adam i'm not giving any answers until you give an answer and you lock, <laughs> and you lock that is, sucker is, in. is this is this a thing now we're going back and forth and who locks the answers basically uh, yes i mean right now i'm thinking so the moscow part was a little too much elaborately written so i'm kind of thinking that's fake news um the london one i could see it was very oddly specific in a lot of ways i think i'm leaning towards taiwan baseball that's what i'm leaning towards are you locking that in because gooch is not going to say a word (laughs) well i need to you've got to at least talk about what you're thinking Okay, so this this changed my mind. Uh, point out, Gooch has the chance to catch up. I do. <laughs> Should I get y'all to privately message me your answers? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll pick first. I mean, I'll pick first. <laughs> All right. I, I agree on the odd specifics of the other two. I think all three could absolutely be true. And that's for that. every single week. Mm-hmm. I think the British one, I think it's too specific. I think like nobody's going to pay that for one to be the only person to see a show that they could see before and after this um, for way less than that. So I think it's going to be Russia or Taiwan. It makes more sense to me that it would be baseball, but I'm a baseball guy, so. Um, I'm uh, going. I'm going I'm, with Taiwan. Is I'm, I'm locking my answer in as Taiwan is true. Okay. So do you, uh, do you keep your negative one here, or do you take a chance on tying it up? So. Or do you take a chance on going down two? Because oh, there's three options here. You can, if I'm wrong and you're right, we're even. We're even. And if yes, I'm right. Yes, Dustin Box, we're, we're trying to pick out which story is real. If I'm right and you're wrong, I'm up yeah. by two. Which that's tough to come back Or to. Or if we're both wrong, we're, we're yeah. level and you're still down by one. See, the one thing that I didn't want to say because I didn't want to flip you, the only thing that catches me about the Moscow story is that there was a name in there that Skip couldn't pronounce. And I don't know if that was Skip just acting like he he put a fake Russian name in so that he couldn't pronounce it or if that's really the person's name and he just couldn't pronounce it. Who knows? Um, like that became such a non-issue for me after he did that because I'm like he's making that up. I can see the twinkle in his eyes. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Dustin Box says that Russia's real. Chad's pulling for. I'm going Russia's real. Final answer. Okay, so we have locked in Josh Kelly with Taiwan. Taiwan. And we have locked in Adam Gooch with Russia. Yes. All right. So those are locked in. Anybody else over in the comment section want to throw out some possibilities or are we ready to roll? Just a second. I feel way too much pressure. And this it's stupid that I'm actually like this nervous about this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I don't think we're going to get any more help from the peanut gallery. The peanut gallery. All right. Hit us with it. Congratulations, Adam Gooch. Oh! <laughs> that is absolutely true. Um, yeah. So they're, they're going to do the ballet for one person. What? Uh, the other two are made up, and absolutely the, uh, the Taiwanese uh, uh, altered that from the fact that there is a story out there that is absolutely real. That they are, uh, they've got the whole place lined with mannequins, cardboard cutouts, and to make it look like there are actually people in the stadium. See, I think that that's a little unfair that you took a <laughs> real article. I accept that we're tied now. I'm, I, I'm fine. That's cool. But like that, you altered a ninety-eight percent of a new of a real story oh, to make I, it fake. I mean, I mean. I mean, two percent and ninety-eight percent of it was real, but two percent of it was fake. In in this, no, most all of what I wrote about the Taiwanese ball players ball team was fake. Because I was basing it on them playing baseball. But yeah, they did baseball. I mean, the Moscow one. I I knew that British was fake, but the Moscow one, I was torn on. Yeah. Let's be honest. If I'd picked Moscow, you would have picked Taiwan. I would have. You're right. Yeah. You have to. You have to. at this point where we're at, and me having the lead for as long as I did. You needed to pick against I had, me. I had no choice. I honestly thought both of y'all were going to pick the um, the Shakespeare one because because to to me that one seemed like it made the most sense because those rich people over there that go to the theater. You know, I fi- I figured y'all y'all'd run down that rabbit hole, but right. Well, that's why we did didn't pick it because it made too much sense. Yeah. Yeah. We're even back back tied up. Man. Love it. That was a good one, Skip. That was a good one. I I worked hard on that one. That was a good one. And uh, Fox, thank you. He's the only person to help me in the comments. So, yes. We're back even. So, lots of fun on that one. Yep. So, awesome. Good week. Good show. Thank you guys tuning in uh, that's all for us this week we uh thank you so much for listening to us absolutely guys make sure you follow us on facebook at the guy pod that's t-h-e-g-u-i-p-o-d also go and subscribe to us at itunes share this tell your friends about it all the above and you can, you can find us directly at www.theguypod.com or listen to us and find us wherever you listen to your podcast Yep, we are always looking for stories. We're always looking for show ideas, things we can do. So if you've got questions for us, comments, if you just um, do have questions about how you can become a sponsor of the Guy Pod, we've mentioned that a few times. Uh, we do take sponsors. We've got some great ones. We'd love to talk to you about that. You can contact us at the Real Guy Pod 
at gmail.com. That's the real guy pod at gmail.com. And we will um, either use your ideas on air. We'll answer your questions. We can get you some info on advertising, uh, whatever the case may be, but we really appreciate it guys. So that's it for this episode of the guy pods. So for Josh Kelly and skip Nichols, I'm Adam Gooch. And remember when you're in over your head, the first thing to do is close your mouth.